a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sink and ship me to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, live from 7 to 9 a.m. Central, or 24-7, 365 at your favorite podcast platform, which you can find at our website, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me now, Cody Ryan. 20 years of this, and uh, man, it still feels weird. We have never taken any sort of break, and Christmas Day fell on a Sunday, which we would normally record live on a Sunday, and uh, New Year's Day fell on a Sunday, which we would normally. So anyway, we uh, I don't yeah, remember true. taking two weeks in a row off from doing the show, uh, from doing a live show. Of course, we played our uh some previous shows but from doing a live show and uh in a long long time and it feels weird feels weird to come back and do this so (laughs) i don't know what to do with my hands right now i don't know what to do with my hands we'll rumble through this and my name is tj graney you said that part you said that i did yeah Mm -hmm. well i just want to make sure i remembered who i was Uh, (laughs) that's the real deal these days yes come now come on now okay. let's start off being nice oh i forgot <laughs> we can get to that other part later oh wait i'll forget anyway so uh so yep yeah, uh beef steak beef is not in the house beef is on the super hunt which is the largest youth hunt in texas maybe in the country i'm not sure but the largest youth probably hunt in the world maybe in the world, the world. I think it, it may is. be. It's like, I'll tell you what the greatest gun shop in the world is, though. Come I'll on tell now. you that right now. That's McBride's Guns. You know, with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's McBride's Guns. They're Austin family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. <clears throat> Excuse me. They do have a gunsmith right there on site. Choked up over that, I, I do. It just it's a uh, the idea it's, of guns and, and McBride's guns, and 
They've got a gunsmith right there on site that can help you adjust, repair, modify your firearms. If you're looking for any certain type of firearm or ammunition, they can help you find it. They will get it. You can find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You give them a call, 512-472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com. You know what? McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. So it is, uh, you okay there? Yeah, I've got this. I, I will say ahead of time, if I do a little hacking, coughing, I'll try and remember to push this little mute button here. But, uh, man, I've had like a dry cough, like a dry cough for like, they call it a dry cough. I, I don't know. Because it's, it's just that itchy throat thing. You Cody know, Dry Cough. He's the new newest guy to the show. Yeah. Uh, yes. No, there's a lot of people with that going on right now, at least around here in the southern part of the country. Uh, even Rick McGee, well, my right-hand yeah. partner here in crime, uh, he's got kind of a cough thing happening too. So, I Well, don't it's know. that cold weather that comes through. I mean, it's happens. It, this happens to me. This isn't like some weird kung fu virus or something. This you, is, gotta mix, uh, you gotta mix uh, a little whiskey and a little honey together and you put yeah. it and just sip on that all day yeah that doesn't work yeah been down <laughs> yeah, that road you know, didn't get a whole lot that. accomplished i used i used to do that but uh back in uh 86 i kind of toned that down a little bit uh, hey You're i'm still the, reminding yourself who you are oh i gotta remember every day that uh that if i did that again it would be a uh It'd be a crash and burn. Uh, so I'm at the Dallas Safari Club 2023 Dallas Safari Club event. And if you don't know what that is, it's probably one. Of, it's you the probably first. need to change the channel. <laughs> yeah, <you're, laughs> well, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of big outdoor shows, but I don't think, you know, this is this is really focused on a really um high level group of hunting folks that love to hunt and you know africa and i think uh, dallas safari club over shows, the world yeah i think that show is probably like top three in the world well so, not as size wise and i don't know because i mean there's some up in the midwest that are monster shows but uh trade shows for hunting and fishing, but I don't think they're as focused as this is like the safari club in Nevada that they do in Las Vegas or whatever. I mean, it's just a really, I mean, you come here and you, I, I was talking to a guy yesterday, a friend of mine that was here at the show and he had, uh, brochures from hunting in, uh, Israel or not Israel. Um, uh, you can, I just, yeah. I mean, just like five different countries. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's uh, what you do. Apparently, I mean, uh, apparently at those shows, that's a big part of what a lot of those folks do is they come up with their list, you know, their dream hunting list, and they go to those shows. Dallas Safari Club is one of the largest ones, or ones uh, that I, I know probably, about people doing. Yeah. And they talk to, um, 
They talk to the outfitters because it's one place that you can meet them before you travel halfway around the world to go hunt. You can actually meet them there at the show and get a feel for who they are and all that. You know, it just makes it easier when you go and travel halfway around the world to know who you're dealing with and get to meet them and, you know, figure out who you're comfortable with. So well, that's and, a big part of it. And uh, you and I like to try and do some kind of wacky adventure every year. And, uh, and I went over wacky doesn't have to be wacky. Well, it, we went on this peacock bass fishing trip that I was looking at. It's pretty wacky. Well, you got to wear like funny clothes or what? Well, you, you already wear pink salmon colored pants when you're fishing. So the peacock bass trip, are you talking, what is it? Forty nine ninety five, four thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. You go live on the live a boat for seven nights. Forty nine and... ninety five. You don't even get to pull out a rod and reel. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna make you work. You pay to go there and work, clean fish for the other guys that pay. Is it the live aboard one or is it the lodge no, you one? No, you stay on the two that I looked at. You stay, you stay on, on a boat. boat, right? Yeah, and they drag the little bass boats or pongas or little little well, boats behind that, on the really 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 nice one that's like seven grand or 7500 bucks Ooh, boy they raced it a couple grand over the last couple of years oh dude but they're pulling, it used to be 49.95 they're pulling like 20 bass trackers behind a houseboat i mean yep. it's not just a houseboat it's like a giant ferry with you know cabins yeah, it's a and they have board. a masseuse and a swimming pool and no and they, they do on that one that i sent you wow and then the well, other one that i looked at had uh small cabins that are hooked together that are uh and they pull the little cabins up way up the river and with the tugboat uh, or something i don't know yeah. what and yeah. then you fish out and then everybody gets a little cabin you can either get one to yourself or you can partner with somebody and uh and they feed you and they you don't ever leave there you just go fish every day but uh, you know there's the kind of the I, I would say the the manly one where you just go and you just you're just cranking on peacock bass uh for five days or there's the one where you can there's not around and yeah get, there's not one gear. not one of them actually there there are some lodge based ones that are actually you leave from a lodge and go out and fish from there uh that are oh good. i forgot you you yeah this is my life this yeah. was my life for uh like a little over a year yeah 365 days i did nothing but eat sleep and breathe different uh fishing worldwide fishing adventures so when it comes to the um that was when I worked for what was previously the detail company. I'm not sure. I guess they're probably I think still, they're still the detail company. The detail. They were company. here. I, I talked to the lady that you worked for last year. Yeah. Jerry Booth. Yeah. So that was a, uh, basically a booking agency. We booked yeah, hunting yeah, yeah. and fishing trips around just for those that don't know. And, uh, and so I worked there for, I don't know, a year or two, whatever. And, uh, and, ran the fishing trips. So I learned all about these fishing trips. And when I was working there, that's why I say it was $49.95, $4,995. And well, it's uh, not $49.95 no more. 
Man, I should have gone back then. Uh, well, and I was looking and I thought, well, yeah, that's probably not one at seven grand a piece. I don't think Cody and I are going to be going on that particular one yet, unless the lottery ticket that you bought five years ago really did pay off and you're keeping something from me that I don't know about. We'll go one day, Pops. We'll go. Now, one I day. would love to do that. And, uh, but you the, just you know, got to. We got to find something else to do. I don't know what we're going to do, but maybe we'll just go down to Falcon. I want to kill a mule deer. I've been telling you this. That's right. And uh, maybe you can like run camp for me. (laughs) Hey, I'm a camp cook, dude. I can (laughs) do that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's right. We can have green hot dogs and uh, I got the the cook part down. That'd be fun. I'd love to do that. Well, you know, I'd love to do that. So, well, anyway, at Dallas Safari Club, if you've never been, um, it is something worth scheduling, worth planning, worth considering. It is a lot of a lot of people here yesterday, and there'll be a lot of people today uh, that'll have uh, kids here. And j- if you just bring a kid and show them the taxidermy, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. I mean, just the taxidermy alone that you get to see that people bring in. Uh, looked at a deer blind yesterday. It's a two-story yeah. deer blind. It's $200,000. That's crazy. People yeah. pay I sent less a, for a sent, house. I sent a picture of it to your uncle. <laughs> I said, here. He said, I'm building a building for that much on my place. Yeah, I have a... I have... I have uh, real estate houses, homes, people live in that are far less. <laughs> I know than that. I know, I know. It was is is cool. It was, um, but I, I just think it's an it's an amazing part of our outdoor culture. There's a lot of people here that spend a lot of money on conservation, spend a lot of money on the right things. You know, um, I don't fault people for having a bunch of money. I, you know, if you got enough money to be able to go and, and, uh, I don't, you know, go to Africa and shoot a $50,000, $100,000 collection of animals, I don't, you do you, man. Um, but as long as you're giving back somewhere, as long as you're paying in, paying it forward and the, the conservation or the next generation of hunters or something, um, then you do you. Because, you know, people are going to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. By golly, it's America. And uh, if you're smart enough to make money and you work hard enough to make money, then you get the gift of the money. So we got to take a break. Is that what we got to do? Yeah. You got to tell everybody what's Uh, going on. Well, I can tell them about Maxwell now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, the wait is over. Oh, oh, I'm I'm reading your deal wrong. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams are headed your way during the Nile Maxwell Big Finish Sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter all month long. We have the newest vehicles showing up by truckloads daily and make no payments for 90 days. Enjoy all the first of the year. Uh, your first payment's not even due till the 23rd. It's the biggest sale of the year, and we've got inventory right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. So come pick yours out today. 
This is the big finish event for the biggest discounts, best financing offers, and a super center size selection. Head to the Nile Maxwell Super Center. We sell more than anyone else. 621 A3 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. All right, coming up, we'll uh, talk a little fishing. Plus, we got all your favorite segments, news of the weird. We'll get this whole thing cranked back up. We'll figure out how to do this. It's uh, not far off. Come on now. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the deer shooting, flounder geeking, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, seven to nine or 24 7, 365 on our recorded podcast available on all your favorite podcast platforms. And you can find it at the outdoor zone.com. Go there and you can link on to all the podcast platforms. Oh, man. CR. Yo. Fishing. Yeah, Fishing. it is. It seems like we ought to be headed south and doing some, going after some of those big girls on the bed. And, I'll tell uh, you what, there's some, uh, there's some fishing going on and that's for sure. The new share lunker season just kicked off again. And, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you right before it did. There were some folks back at, over there at OHIV. That's that's the Golly. world. That's the uh, the fishery of all fisheries right now. If you want to go bass fishing, of course, there's seven thousand three hundred ninety two boats there <laughs> yeah, on a Tuesday. Every, yeah, uh, but at the same time, there's a guy that caught two fourteen pounders the day before. Oh, you know, and there's another guy that caught sixty something pounds. You know, the Jason Jones guy has caught sixty something pounds on his best five and i mean just just absurd numbers of big fish now there's certain areas and certain ways to catch them but and i have buddies you know if you're going there expecting to catch two 14 pounders it's not going to happen if you've never been there and this is not your you know and you haven't got it figured out look i'm just telling you it's probably not going to happen but if you go there and you, you know, are there for a few days and have a chance to kind of start to figure things out and catch a couple of eight, nine, ten pounders. That's not a bad trip either. It's, Shoot, the, my... it's the same. It's the same mentality. I think when you're like when you're deer hunting and you talk to a guy that uh, regularly, you know, hunts an area that has 170 inch deer and you know, 190 inch deer, 180 inch deer. And, uh, and you're talking about your 110 inch, you know, hill country, Texas whitetail, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it's one of those kind of things where, um, hearing about those 14 pounders may make you feel like you had a bad trip when you go there and catch an eight pounder and two nine pounders. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? You go yeah. there and you catch four six pounders and one eight pounder. Well, you that know, sounds had, like a terrible trip. 
when in guys, reality, that's a pretty stellar day. You know what I'm guys, saying? The guys at Meat Eater, uh, Steve Rennell, uh, I think it was him that said, uh, don't pass up today what you would just absolutely kill for tomorrow. No, it was, I know this, I know this because it's, it, it, it is don't pass an opportunity on the first day that you would love to have on the last day. That's the one I was thinking about. Yes, And, but it's such a, a truism, you know, how can you not look back if you go there expecting a 14 and you only catch eights and nines? Oh my God. Yeah, that's pretty disappointing, though. I know, but come on. You'd kill for eights and nines on almost any other day. I wouldn't kill for it, but I would. Uh... Well, it depends on where you are on the tournament day. I know, I know. It's uh, that, And that's just crazy. And, and I'm, I know there's other guys out there that are catching you know, you're catching walleye and other stuff up north that are in the 8, 10, 12, 14 pound range. But as far as a largemouth bass. Yeah, they don't get, I mean, they don't get much. That bigger. that trophy doesn't get much bigger. And, and the, uh, the interesting thing is how uh, the lakes have kind of moved around. It was, you know, Lake Falcon for a while, Amistad. Uh, Lake Fork, and now it's kind of OHIV. And well, and 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 Lake Fork is always Lake Fork, right? So it's always been the prime jewel. Guys are still out there catching catching big bass. They're not uh, catching the thirteen pounders every day, but they're they're still big fish to be to be caught out there. And it's still again, it's one of those places where you go catch three to five pounders. It was like. I fished Lake Fork. I haven't spent a ton of time on Lake Fork, but I was there, I believe, last year for a couple of days. I had an event get canceled. I was out and about. I needed to fish anyway to kind of get things going for the year. I swung in there and fished for a couple of days and uh, had an absolute blast catching four-pounders, you know, all Oh, all gosh. day. Once I kind of figured it out, it was like all one afternoon. I just caught four pounder after four pounder and just had a ball, which on Lake Fork is whatever. It's not a big deal, you know, right? anywhere but else I, in the world. You catch four pounders all afternoon. You're like, holy cow, this is incredible. You know? Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, but, I'm, I'm... but those lakes do go in cycles and OHIV is just on that uptick right now. That's it's, it's, it's the lake of all lakes. Uh, it got water, so it didn't have water for a long time. It was very, very low. It got water a couple of years ago, flooded out all the vegetation that had grown up, right? And the bait now has places to hide. The fish have places to spawn, you know, really good uh, bait bait population and spawning ground. And, uh, yeah, and then they boom, you know, for a few years there and, and uh it's pretty amazing to to watch those lakes do that falcon yeah. is you know again in a down cycle it needs water bad and uh, i think it's gotten some amstead needed water 
Uh, it got 30 foot of water this year, just in the last few months. It's come up 30 feet. And it, Golly. Uh, so it'll be, I mean, it, they're catching fish out there, but it'll be dynamite. I'm sure here in the next year or two again, if it holds, you know, if the water holds, it'll be, it'll be one of those jewels again. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see them cycle and we cycle water here quite a bit. So that's a big part of it. Well, I love tournament that... season has kicked off by the way. Oh, it has it, already. Yeah. Kicked off it... this yesterday i guess first. it's almost the day deer season ends <laughs> yeah you guys start about. fishing again yeah well the first bfl which is you know a smaller series weekend deal major league fishing bfl kind of the starter series uh kicked off on lake sam rayburn and of course on sam rayburn right where there's three tournaments every weekend for uh 50 out of 52 weekends a year but uh the bfl kicked off there and it was uh yeah it was it it's kind of fun to see the see the year start they caught some big old bags some 20 25 pound bags and Mm. uh a good way to start out the year been kind of a mild winter you know i'm not sure these fish have gone into any major you know major uh downturn as far as yeah i don't think the weather at least in texas I know there's some some serious weather going on in other places, but in Texas, we've had a week of cold weather. A That's week. about it. Yeah. yeah. A week. Yeah. And you it know, was crazy, though. It was crazy cold. It was crazy, but that thing blew through here, and, and you're right. We we, I mean, that's why we live in Texas, right? We choose Texas because we're not having to deal with whacked-out weather situations and having to shovel snow, but... That's uh, definitely one of the reasons, but I'll tell you one of the other reasons, uh, or one of the other things that I choose is Altrua HealthShare. You know why? <laughs> Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed, but Altrua HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. I choose Altrua for my family. They're not insurance, however, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost i just love those folks over there they sent me a little care package this week and a little handwritten note you know they're just good they do good social media too they do great really social media stuff. they're just good people uh depending on which level of membership someone chooses their options for telemedicine counseling services maternity services and much much more now dental you can even find dental now so you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org uh, slash Cody. You get a discount, myshare.org slash Cody. You can look at how you can save some money. I'll throw that in there. How about that? Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we'll uh, got your news of the weird, I believe. And Yeah, uh, we also have a report live from in the field. we got a predator hunter out there, and we're going to give you that. He's coming to his way in. I'm going to give you some insight on that thing. All right. It's That's the Outdoor great. Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. So, but 
you can buy me a boat. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoors on. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. DJ Granny here. Find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Sun Automotive, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends over at Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. Just go to sunautoservice.com for details and catch up on their social media, sunautoservice.com. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do news of the weird right now. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So before we jump into the News of the Weird feature for this week, I just wanted to do a shout out to CJ and Brad. So there's a couple of guys out there that are... Uh, on a predator tournament and been at, been hunting all night and uh, they're rolling in right now. It's the feral Texas outdoor Holland tournament. So it's like a bass tournament. Only it includes coyotes and bobcats and, uh, and they have got a load of them. Yeah. And uh, they're sending me pictures, but man, they can, there's a, they're going to be splitting if they place in the top three, they'll be splitting seven grand between them for a night of predator hunting. And, uh, I don't know. It sounds pretty exciting to me, but they got a, they got a big cat and some dogs, song dogs. Nice. They call them. They got some song dogs. They got, a. I guess, I wonder if they got the side pots and all that kind of stuff, like biggest cat, biggest dog. I wonder how this one's set up. Yeah, we need to just have them on on and just do a segment on on predator tournaments. Um, yeah, I don't know how how they handle them though. You know, they're probably it, it seems like like if uh, the antis are going to go after something, they'd go after these guys. I mean, there's going to be truck after truck after truck rolling into this way in. Just at the same time, these are the dogs. These are the critters that are eating songbirds and your neighborhood cats. So yeah, and your little. I'm not dogs. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that they're going to go after them. The cat lady Dang, may like could... a coyote, not not like a coyote. You know what I mean? The cat lady yeah. in her van with the 17 cats to Walmart's. She probably don't like a coyote rolling up around her place. You know what, you know what eats I mean? more feral cats or more yard cats than anything else? Birds. Fox. Fox. Fox? Fox love cats. Yeah. I've seen them chewing on them in, in my old neighborhood. It was a glorious thing. Uh, Hey, uh, uh, and Dan cook in, uh, West Virginia just chimed in. He said, we need more hog tournaments. He wants, of course he's, he loves hog hunting. So it's kind of, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody has their thing, right? Man, uh, that's like that's like around here in Texas, hog hunting is just like, uh, gotta go hog hunting again. Ugh. Yeah, let me shoot a hundred and just not uh, pay any attention. Man, I wish the hogs would just disappear. Such a pain. <laughs> Too many. He's going, oh, man, I want in on that. Make hey, tell just... me about this news of the weird. A Florida couple uh, who found a message in a bottle on the shore of a river were able to track down the Texas man who authorized the message 39 years ago. Sheila and Tebin Piles said they were participating in a neighborhood cleanup in South Jacksonville in February 2022 when they found an old bottle on the shore of the St. John's River. The bottle bore writing that said, look inside, and the couple opened <laughs> it to find a message. If you are the person that found this bottle, please send a note to Ron Clark, the message said. The note bore an address in Texas, but the couple said the bottle appeared to be decades old, and they doubted the address would be current. Months of research and contacting Ron Clark's who turned out not to be the message author, led to the discovering a man bearing that name that lived in Mabane, North Carolina, and used to reside, reside in Texas. Sheila Piles posted photos of the bottle and the message to the Mabane community group on Facebook in December in hopes of getting Clark's attention. The post was successful. Ron Clark, who lives in Mabane, turned out to be Ron Clark Sr., whose son, Ron Clark Jr., 49, wrote the message while staying with his grandparents in Florida 39 years earlier. So they sent the bottle and the message back to him. You ever put a message in a bottle? No, I don't believe in... Uh... I know you found, you know, I know that people have put their cre cremated pets in a box. Yes, I have found a cremated cat in a box one time on the lake. How do you know it was a cat? Might have been a small dog. Well, it was named like Fluffy or something. They had a note in there that said, uh, <laughs> that's how I knew it wasn't uh, some Ill illicit drugs that was in the Ziploc bag, but it was a cat to our favorite uh, Fluffy. Thank you for all the wonderful memories and uh, blah, 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 something like that. I slowly closed the box and dropped it back over to the side of the boat and back into the water. Just so. sprinkle a little bit of the ashes on your lure and see. You know, I works. really, as much as I've uh, used that story, you know, told that story time and time again, you know, when you're in circles of, it's just a, it's just a wild story, uh, you know, that you can tell in many circles and, uh, and it's a uh, it's one that I that I use quite often. And as much as I've told it, I I really wish I would have like gotten a photograph or something to go along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I and I've thought about ways that I can embellish the story, and you really can't embellish a dead cat in a box story too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so good. You know what uh... I'm saying? I mean, I know you, exactly what you're saying. How do you how do you improve that? It's you just pretty draw much... a picture of it. That you can draw the description of it. <laughs> That'd be good. An airline ground crew worker in Mon this happened this week. You want to know why your flights are messed up? An airline worker 
a ground crew worker in Montgomery, Alabama, died after being ingested into the engine of a parked plane on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the incident involved an Ember 170. <laughs> what is that? I, I, that doesn't seem like they spelled that right. Right. Uh, a medium-range jet that can hold 70 passengers, uh, which had flown from Dallas to the Montgomery, Alabama Regional Airport. The victim, whose name was yet, has yet to be re, uh, released, was employed by Piedmont Airlines. Uh, Southwest canceled 5,400 flights in less than 48 hours in a full-blown meltdown. We are saddened to hear about the tragic loss of a team member of the Piedmont Airlines. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family during this difficult time. It's American Airlines. Yes, uh, it's one of their subsidies. Yeah. Man, that is that's a freaky that? deal. You, I don't know why why that's part of our show prep, but it's that's a freaky deal. I'll tell you that. Well, it's news of the weird. It is a weird thing. And I'm and I fly everywhere all the time. Uh, Imagine looking at your window. No, uh uh. No, no. Seeing that? No, no. No, no. Ugh. No, no. So, shout out to my granddaughter who is feeling better today. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Never want to see your kids or your grandkids sick. So, I'm seeing that they're doing better. Um, I know that was a detour, but what? Yeah, squirrel. So, hey, uh, I went deer hunting while we were off the last two weeks. I know. Finally. I want to talk. I want to talk about your hunt and, and my hunt at the top of the hour. I think that's a uh, we. I mean, I didn't. It, it I, looked like a dismal season was happening upon it us. It did. It felt really bad. It felt really bad because, I mean, not only like, not only just like hunt opportunities because we we're both. You know, I, I mean, I went a few times, actually. Uh, I spent... You almost hunted on li- live on the show. And I if did. You, I had and that I opportunity. I think you almost should have. Yeah, I did have an opportunity to shoot one right here at the farm. Straight. <laughs> live. Beginning of the show. The only day that I saw that deer uh, in person was like a minute and a half before we went live, which was... Oh, I know, frustrating. but frustrating. But I do have him on camera yesterday night. No, so really? He made it through the season, and he will be even bigger next year. I'll tell you what else uh, made it through the season was my boat, thanks to a maintenance kit that I used from PartsView.com. There are new friends over there. I've got the new maintenance kit. I already did the uh, main part now I've got to do the lower unit service which is the new impeller and all that before season kicks off for me in just a few weeks partsview.com is an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs partsview.com's uh, mission is to help boaters enjoy each and every day on the water they carry full catalogs of genuine OEM Yamaha Mercury Suzuki as well as Maracruiser Stern Drive parts and products over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands brands like starbright afco turning point tnh marine 303 so many parts and pieces and uh, accessories for your boat check them out our new friends 
our friends at PartsView.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. They pride themselves in fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help voters like their uh, blog and their YouTube page, all that, their podcast. Check them out, PartsView.com. All right, coming up, Gay Morton Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live back in the bunkhouse. Catch us 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. And Doc out. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone. Live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 as a recorded, live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. And uh, you can get information on each of us, myself and Cody Ryan and Beef at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Something else you can find over there is information, a link to Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. That means you can call over there and uh, you can talk to your banker. You can talk to the person you're going to borrow money from. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Well, you got to have that. You got to be able to be mobile and get to your banking. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of their locations in person. There's one at 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. Now it's time for our game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. Well, so interesting, uh, the Guadalupe, Guadalupe Peak is the tallest point in the state of Texas. Did you know that? Did yeah, you know? I knew that. Yeah. You lie like a rug. I knew that. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know everything about Texas. You So everybody should know the high point in their state. I just, it's. I don't know. It's just one of those things that I think you should, if you're an outdoor person, you should just know where, where's the highest point. I don't know if you need to know the lowest point, um, but it might be interesting. Um, the ocean. But, huh? The ocean. The ocean. The ocean, the ocean okay. is the lowest point, unless you're in uh, New Orleans, and then it's the middle of the city, below sea level. Sea level is the lowest point. Okay. Right? All right. That's very interesting. That's great uh, theory. Well, no, there's no theory behind it. That's the low. That's the low point. So everything starts at sea level. 
everything starts at sea level. So just go to the beach and you'll be at zero. Exactly. That's how it so, works. I know this. I just blew your mind. I know 60, you did. I'm I'm pretty much just going to. 64 years and I just blew your mind. <laughs> On Saturday, December 31st, Guadalupe Mountain National Park was notified of a non-responsive hiker on the Guadalupe Peak Trail. Hikers on the scene administered bystander CPR and notified park staff. The Guadalupe Peak is a very strenuous 8.4 mile round trip hike with 3,000 foot elevation gain to the summit of the highest point in the state of Texas. A high wind warning was in effect New Year's Eve with wind gusts of more than 50 miles per hour and wind chills well below freezing. Guadalupe National Park staff are saddened by this loss, stated Superintendent Eric Leonard, and our entire park community extends sincere condolences to the hikers, family, and friends. It's, uh, it's a 9,000-foot peak, not the tallest one I've hiked, um, but one of the absolute most beautiful hikes i've done in my quest to climb the tallest peaks in every state um and i i can see where it can be very strenuous I, there's not really a dangerous part to guadalupe peak and um those temperatures and wind is not totally unusual if you're a hiker um it does not say what happened specifically to that hiker. Um, but if you're going to go out into the wild and you're going to do something like hike, and that was probably like, Hey, let's make it the, you know, end of the year. The last thing we do is the tallest point in Texas. Let's go do quad. You know, I can see that, but, uh, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened. Well, there's a lot of, a lot of that kind of stuff. It seems like, and it seems like it's going around, uh, you know, there's a lot of theories out there. I'm not going to get into. Well, there's, I mean, you could be, of, we get stories. We've done stories on a bass fisherman who falls in the water and dies. Hikers on mountains that die people in Yellowstone that fall and die. You know, it's the outdoors. It's the wilderness. You could be sitting in your chair and go. So if I go, uh, I'm I'm gonna be okay going it if I'm doing something outside. As long as I'm if not driving inside. my tractor. If you're inside, <laughs> should I drag you outside? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got right here in the driveway. What about planning uh your submissions for draw hunts? You know, now's the time where you got to start thinking about, hey, if you're going to try and go to Colorado or New Mexico, See, I've never, or never done Texas, that. Everybody put seems, in for a draw hunt. I've put in, I think, once or twice, but I've never done the whole thing where you start building points, points and certain, yeah. certain, uh, you know, areas, the better areas and things like that. I just, and and so many people are doing it now. You know, it takes years and years and years of putting in for certain draw hunts and uh, typically to, you know, raise your points on that deal. And I, I don't know, man. I just, it's hard for me to get excited. Like, I'd almost, I don't know. I'd almost rather find a private 
property that I can pay, you know, a little extra money to. It seems like you do this for years and years and years. I mean, what's a $2,500 private land fee to somebody to go hunt their private land fee? And then I go do it on my terms and not wait. You know, what if it's a bad year for me to draw the dream hunt of a lifetime and I, you know, and that year I'm, I'm broke and I can't go, I can't make it. That hurts, you know, tough luck sucker. Yeah, <laughs> you or, know, but I, it there. I don't some know. people. It man, I mean, it's part of the, it's part of the process. It's part of the excitement of the. I the, totally get it. I know you. I know you do. I, I mean, get it. It's my deal. Is for me, like it's it's one of those things that I totally get and I admire. It's one of many things that I, I have this weird thing where I admire that people do it. I wish that I did it, but it's not something I regularly do or I do. You know, it's one of those things I think that you like when somebody else does it. Or like if I had if I had a buddy that was like, hey, dude, I'm coming over to your house. We're putting in for all the draw hunts. Or come over to my house. We're, have, we're putting in for all the draw hunts this afternoon. We're eating ribs. This is what, you know, and it's like this annual thing. Yeah, that would be. You know, like, you know uh-huh. how guys, like, get together to, like, do their drafts for uh, their uh, football leagues, their. Uh, right. Uh, whatever, the online football. I mean, something I'm way out of. But uh, what are those online football things? There are uh-huh. people out there right now just going, what? He doesn't even know the name of the. Uh, probably tie tie wire back there going crazy right now uh but you know or or they pick their teams like the, the show that comes on after us live on the radio yeah. is, <laughs> it all shows all of wags it. wags does Wag, the whole yeah. show on it right after us uh and he's probably freaking out in his car right now driving to the studio but uh you know it's like that like if there was a a gathering like that where you know a group of buddies got together and put in for the draw hunts. Like I would get into it. Right. But me sitting in front of my computer, like there's, it's just very hard for me to like figure out which units, which hunts, like basically you, I guess, put in for the hunts that are virtually impossible to get. That way, you know, that it's a decent area because everybody yeah, else has well, already done their it, research. I mean, even to put in for, uh, for, uh, either sex tags in the units that we know in Colorado where your uncle that your uncle taught us in Colorado, you know, to get an either sex tag and get in on the season, uh, where you could shoot a bull or a cow is something you can put in for and, and try and buy a tag for. And, um, but I've always been the guy who just, okay, what areas can I just buy over the counter and, just drive up and buy over the counter and go try and do it. Now it's Which, so inundated. Fantasy yeah. football. Thank Fantasy you. Fantasy football. Yes. Golly. People are freaking <laughs> out. So it's funny. Uh, People literally punched the radio while I was trying to come up with the name of that. <laughs> That's funny. Glad to aggravate them. Uh, <laughs> so the, really the, the, we did something that was really out of, out of not common for us, which is I'm kind of excited, except I forgot to save some meat for it. 
um, last year we took a bunch of deer meat and went over to your father-in-law's and we did a community meat grinding hamburger, you know, event, which was fun. Yeah. That's fun. the way to do it. I have, I have some sitting there ready to go from, uh, our deer hunt and looking forward to, it. I, I got, I cleaned up our deer, uh, from last weekend, which we'll talk about, uh, uh, next hour or at the top of the hour here. But, uh, I cleaned up our deer and I, I got the vacuum sealer out and. Oh, I know. God, you made me feel bad. I'm stuffing all my stuff in Ziplocs and you send these nice vacuum pack packages and it's like yeah that i wrote on you do, build a meat processing plant i basically did in my shop. shop for yeah for a night i didn't realize how long it was going to take me six hours later i got beautiful roast and backstrap steaks and regular oh, regular I got all the same stuff and, throwing in a dollar tree ziploc yeah yours uh, will be gray in six months when freezer i know well, I'm going to deal with it before that. I promise you, I'm going to deal with it before that. I'm thinking about having to get a new vacuum sealer because I just, man, in all the construction, I have no idea where any of that went. But I want to, yeah. I wonder, I, I got to find out what the best one is. I mean, the very, very best vacuum sealer that you can buy without having to have a commercial operation See, and, I, and i have mine and i got it out we got it for a wedding i think 10 years ago <laughs> finally used it well i've used it before and i've done it before but it just doesn't get it all like if you don't catch if you don't just hold the bag just right and squeeze, i know it doesn't that get must it all be a comp that must be a common thing because it i have drives me crazy yeah i have uh, the two that i've had in the past yeah exact same problem that's yeah. what that's what i'm talking about i want the one that's like you know yeah. has like a small jet engine on the back seven of horsepower gasoline <laughs> run diesel. diesel diesel hey on the flip side uh we'll talk about our deer hunts because we finally got to get out and do some killing and we'll talk about that on the flip side plus we got your peter report armed citizens report all that and more whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio shows stick with us it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com <laughs> 